Hello, friend. This is evangelist Mike McCurry. You're listening to the Bible Tract Echoes radio broadcast, and I'm so glad that you are. I was just speaking not long ago to a station manager for a radio station that very recently picked up Bible Tract Echoes and added it to their lineup, and he was being very complimentary and saying some kind things about this broadcast. And I'd like to say this to each and every station, the station managers, the staff of each of these stations, thank you, thank you, thank you for carrying Bible Tract Echoes. So many have been carrying this particular program for many years, all the way back to the days of Paul Levine, and there are others that have recently picked it up and were, of course, nationwide on many different stations and even around the world. And so I'd like to say this to each of those, thank you so very much. We greatly appreciate it. You can't know what an impact you're making for the cause of Christ through the work of Bible Tract Echoes and Bible Tracks Incorporated. But then let's take it a step further to our listeners. Thank you so much for making this program part of your day, especially on a day like today. I'm excited to be in the book of Nehemiah, chapter number four. I hope you'll find your place there. Nehemiah, chapter number four. In just a moment, we're going to listen to a good song, an old song called Rock of Ages. Many of you will probably know that one by memory, but we'll listen to that in just a moment, and then we'll dive into our Bible study because I have an important question for you today. How's your memory? Now, for me personally, my memory is not to be trusted. You know what they say, what is it, the uh, longest memory is still shorter than the shortest pencil or something like that. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I probably butchered that old phrase, but I often have to write things down. I have a little note in my uh, phone. Whenever somebody tells me something, I say, hold on a second, I've got to write this down. Otherwise, it will just disappear into the ether. So my memory is not so great, but something that I have purposefully tried to improve is my memory for the blessings of God. And we're going to be talking about that a little bit today. God has done so much. And I was just talking to Austin, our operations manager here at Bible Tracks Incorporated, about all that God has done. I was just speaking to him on the phone, and he said, a donor called a large donor and said, hey, I'd like to help you with this particular project. And he gave some funds towards that. And there have been people all down through the 80-year history that have underwritten and undergirded, of course, in a financial nature, this ministry. But then there are dozens, hundreds, thousands, maybe tens of thousands, some of you listening right now, that have prayed for this ministry. Can I tell you, I'm being dead serious right now. If you have a choice between being a financial underwriter of this ministry and being a prayer partner, I choose prayer every day of the week because I've seen over this past 18 months as the executive director of this ministry what prayer can do. But all that to say, God has blessed in a myriad of miraculous ways. And so I'm excited to maybe share a few of those things today, but I'm going to ask this question, how's your memory. I hope it's really good when it comes to the blessings of God. Now, let's listen to this good song. It comes from an album called Jesus Is All. Yes, he is. You can find that at BibleTruthMusic.com. But listen now, Rock of Ages. Rock of Let the water and the blood 
good old song. I hope maybe we were just talking about memory a moment ago. I hope maybe in your memory banks you have the words to that particular song and maybe just maybe you are singing along or humming along to that good song Rock of Ages. Now, I would like your opinion. What do you think of the music that we've added to the program here and there? Do you enjoy it? Does it kind of detract from the message? Does it does it add a little break in there? What do you think? I would love to hear from you. You can text me directly, 309-316-7240. I wouldn't ask for your opinion if I didn't truly want it. You are our listener. I want to know what you think. So text me, 309 309- 316-7240. Tell me what you think of the pause for a music break during these programs lately. Now, Nehemiah chapter number 4 and verse number 14. Nehemiah 4, 14. We're going to start, begin reading in verse number 12 just to give us a little bit of context. But our text today is Nehemiah 4, 14. Begin in verse 12. And it came to pass that when the Jews which dwelt by them came, they said unto us ten times, from all places when she shall return unto us, they will be upon you. Now, I'll, tell, I'll explain this in a moment. Verse 13. Therefore, set I in the lower places behind the wall, and on the higher places, I even set the people after their families with their swords, their spears, and their bows. 
Now let's give some context here. Of course, the book of Nehemiah is about rebuilding. It's about building up the broken down walls of Jerusalem. Nehemiah, who was the king's cup bearer, he was in Babylon, one of the highest of the high. He had a very important position, but God laid on his heart to be a project manager, really the general contractor, if you will, for this massive mammoth project to rebuild the broken down walls of his hometown, Jerusalem. But they've run into a lot of snags along the way. For instance, some people like Sanballat and Tobiah, they have been difficult, to put it mildly. They have been trying to uh, pressure to bully the Israelites into stopping construction. It's almost like kind of a, a mob mentality. So Sam Ballant and Tobiah wanted nothing to do with the walls of Jerusalem, with God's people being strengthened. But Nehemiah and the people, they had a mind to work. We talked about that not long ago. But look here in verse number 14. And I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, be not ye afraid of them. You see, there's this threat. There's this threat of attack upon the Israelites as they're working. Realize if they have a trowel in one hand, maybe a brick in another, could you do some damage if you were in a fight, if you had those two things in your hands? Sure. But nothing, nothing would be advantageous about that if you were up against someone that had a sword and a spear and a bow. And so what Nehemiah is doing in wisdom by the leading of God, he's setting up almost two lines of people. Half of them are working on the wall. The other are there as a ready defense. So verse number 14, And I looked and rose up and said unto the nobles and to the rulers and to the rest of the people, Be not ye afraid of them. Now here's the text thought. Remember the Lord, which is great and terrible, and fight for your brethren, your sons, and your daughters, your wives, and your houses. Remember the Lord. Now think about that thought for just a moment. How's your memory? When you are in a dire circumstance, what's the first thing or first person that you run to? When trouble or turmoil strikes, do you turn to Facebook? Do you turn to your friends or do you turn to that friend that sticketh closer than a brother? Remember the Lord, Nehemiah says. Now realize, Nehemiah was a man that to still some degree had the ear of the king of Babylon. He could have jotted off a quick postcard to the king and said, hey, would you mind sending a couple legions of soldiers, a couple of battalions, a couple brigades to defend us? But no, he did not trust in his own connections. He trusted in the Lord. How's your memory? Now, God has done such a phenomenal work over these past days and weeks. For instance, God laid on my heart towards the end of this last year to push towards, to strive for, putting 10 million gospel tracts into the country of Pakistan. And to God be the glory, recently we were able to help pack a container that God had provided the funds for, the printing, the shipping, all those things, God had made it happen. And Lord willing, by the end of this year, of course, it's going to take the slow boat there, a 40,000-pound a container. It needs to go on a boat. But Lord willing, by the end of this year, God will have provided that need. Can I tell you, when we had that need, I did not call donors up. 
I didn't just put it out on the radio and say, would you mind giving towards this need? Although I'm sure there would be many people that would see the need that would, that would really feel burdened about something like that. You know what we did? We talked to God about it. You know why? Because in the face of something that seems impossible, do you realize that 10 million gospel tracts is more than we printed all of last year total? And yet God has allowed us to continue our normal printing and then put 10 million in that needy country. Why? Because we endeavor to remember the Lord. Let me ask you, how's your memory? Do you go to, as that song said, the rock of ages? I hope so. Now I have a question for you tomorrow. We're going to stay here in Nehemiah chapter 4. Let me ask you, do you have my back? Do you have my back? I hope you do. I think you do. You listen to this program all the time. So I'm going to ask you, would you mind joining us tomorrow? Thank you so much for listening today. Have a great day for his glory. God bless. Thank you for joining us today for Bible Tract Echoes, a ministry of Bible Tracks Incorporated. If you would like to receive a free sample packet of all of our tracks, you can contact us by calling 309-828-6888. That's 309-828-6888. Our mailing address is P.O. Box 188, Bloomington, Illinois, 61702. A faster way to contact us is to go to our website at BibleTracksInc.org. That's BibleTracksInc.org. There you will find more information about our ministry and details on how you can support Bible Tracks Incorporated. Thanks for listening, and may the Lord richly bless you as you serve Him.